It's time for the show that everyone knows. It's time for the green side up show. Welcome into the show. We've got a doozy for you. We're going to go shotgun style. Max has a list. I've got a list. We're going to go topic by topic. And we're just going to spit them out as fast as we can. And I think it's important that everyone knows. First of all, thank you for listening. We appreciate the support. Also, I think you need to know for this episode, we have not seen each other's lists. No, we have not. So, my list has been building for a while. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've kind of put a few things on my... Uh, but, before we do that, I would like to share the news story of the day. Go ahead, what's the news story for the day? It's about a lady in Florida who uh, was gambling. Oh, yes. And she won $42.9 million on a slot machine that she had been playing. She had been playing the max bet of $4. And she turns, looks over her machine and it says $42.9 million. They rush over, there's people everywhere, they're taking pictures, she signs documentation, and uh, a casino technician, I think it was his title. Technician? Technician. Gaming technician. He came and uh, announced to her while she's in the midst of, you know, losing Jumping her mind, down. that uh, there was a mistake on the slot machine. Of course there was. Of course, right? Now my point to this story is, is like, bad, you know, bad, you know, it sucks, whatever. But, as a casino, you don't want to go down this slippery slope of letting people know that your machines are bad, or they make, quote unquote, mistakes. Because they sure don't make mistakes when you take my money. It always seems like the mistakes happen when we win money, right? Yes. It was wrong. It, you don't win. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't supposed to do that. I think this lady has a really strong defense. Uh, I don't know who her attorney is, even though she name-dropped him like 15 times on the radio when I was listening to it. Uh, but anyway, I, just all those that play the old one-armed bandits, beware, because they may have a mistake when they tell you you win. Anyway, I thought that was a, a, a pretty interesting news story that I could share today. Okay, good. So, uh, how do you want to do this? You just want to go alternate alternate shot? Me one, you one, me one, you one? Let's do it. Alright, here we go. Uh, this is the Green Side Up Show, brought to you by GearMaster. G-E-A-R-M-A-S-T-R dot com. Find all your uh, outdoor gear in one simple place and find the best prices all from the gear engine. G-E-A-R-M-A-S-T-R dot com. Alright, my first one. Satellite viewings, or, uh, so like the World Series was in yeah. Cleveland, the, you watching the Chicago right. Cubs Stadium, the people in Chicago, or, or in a movie theater, say you wanted to watch an NFL football game, the movie theater throws a party, um, what do, what do you think about that? I love the idea of satellite viewings, I think it's fantastic, um, I know that during the NBA Finals earlier this year, the Golden State Arena was like jam-packed while the team was playing in Cleveland. I know that some of the local movie theaters here in uh, Utah that are owned by the same people that own the Utah Jazz have opened up movie theaters 
so that fans can buy a ticket to the movie theater, go in, sit down, and watch the game on a big, huge screen TV. I think it's great for fans. It gets them involved. Uh, not often, not all the times does everybody have the financial means to, to go actually to the stadium, but this is also a way for you to be able to have a, a stadium-like atmosphere while uh, maybe saving a few bucks and being able to take your kids to the sporting event. Okay, good. Plus, it just makes sense. I don't have the channels, right? Like, I don't have the TV channel. Like, I don't pay for cable, so I don't get to watch my favorite team play, right? And if you want me to put a negative spin, one more positive spin on this, one of the negatives, I think, is I was, like, last year, I wanted to buy the NBA League Pass, okay? I wanted to buy it so that I could watch the Jazz play, that's the team I would I wanted to watch. Well, I got looking into buying the league pass. It was going to be, you know, whatever it is, a couple hundred bucks. And I figured that hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks was cheaper than paying for satellite TV every month, right? For 12 months. So I look into it. However, what they've done, which is very, very wrong, is that when I choose the team, I can't watch my home team because of my IP address. So I You're pay, in the local market. Right, I'm in the local market. So I can watch every other team in the country, but I can't watch my team. Even though I'm paying the NBA for access to watch the games. That's insane. That's insane. If I buy your league pass, that should be the league, right? League pass, I should be able to watch all the games in the league, including where I live. But no, TV deals, local and regional TV deals reign supreme, and they're continuing to shove cable TV down our throats, and I don't, I'm not having it. All right, your turn. All right, next one, uh, we're going to go, we're going to go this one, National Trick or Treat Day. All on board. Okay, this is, this is the premise behind this one. Halloween is on the 31st of October. Now, what is Halloween a holiday for? Party, candy. Like, that's it. That's the only thing that it's about, right? For 90% of the population. There is some population that still has cultural and spiritual roots tied to the Day of the Dead. Uh, no, All Hallows' Eve or All Saints' Day. Um, we'll get that. We'll get D to do some fact-checking on this. Okay. <coughs> anyway, for most people, it's about the party right. and the costume and, right. and the candy. Absolutely. For the children. Yes. So this holiday needs to be on the last Friday of October. Right. We don't want to change Halloween. We want to create National Trick or Treat Day. No, 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 no. No, we want to change Halloween. No, no, no. Leave Halloween on no, the 31st. Just change Halloween. No, leave Halloween on the 31st. We don't care about Halloween. We just want to dictate what day we trick or treat. Last Friday of Last October. Friday of October. National Trick or Treat Day. That way there's no confusion on when we go trick or treating. We know it's the last Friday. We party. Schools can plan for it. Parents can plan for it. Adults who want to go to Halloween parties can go on National Trick or Treat Day. They can go party, have Saturday. They're not trying to wake up, you know, half in a drunken stupor to go to work. Back to work. On Tuesday. There's no reason why we should be trick or treating on any other day of the week besides a Friday or a Saturday. Agreed. Okay. Uh... Unathletic superstars. Man, I'm telling you what. This has been a list that me and Jerry have been building for quite some time. 
what we mean by unathletic superstars, I'm just going to throw a couple names out, and hopefully you can relate to these. If you have any others that you'd like to comment on, please let us know. To us. We've actually tried to create like the An five, the five most unathletic <laughs> starters in the NBA league. It started with basketball, but we can we can roll it over into like Jan 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 Janikowski. Janice Janikowski. The kicker. The kicker. Have you seen that guy? He lo- looks like he just pounded he looks the like cake. A, yeah, he looks like... He looks a, like the cake. Yeah, he does. He looks like, uh, you know, some janitor at a community college. And how about... Have you seen uh, Chris Kamen? He looks like my bald... My balding new uncle. Right. Okay, so we got him. with uh, You know, Matt Bonner. When he shoots... It looks painful. Yeah, but he makes like a lot of three-pointers for I the know. San Antonio Spurs. I know. How about Lance Berkman? Yeah, he can barely walk up to the plate or looks like he can barely tie his shoe and he hits 300 from both sides of the plate. Right. With 20 home run power. Looks like the most unathletic, Gosh. most unathletic baseball Brutal. player ever. Uh, you know, I would assume that if I was, you know, could remember good enough, I would assume John Cruck would make my list. Uh, didn't look real athletic there. Bill Lampier, I'm sure. Kevin McHale, these are names that I remember. I remember hated watching Kevin McHale because he, he was just this big brute of a white guy that balled. No, Kevin McHale was, oh, you mean he was a baller. Yeah, he, he was, was a baller. baller. No, he was baller. a baller. He balled. He, yeah. I mean, he could just play. Yeah. Well, and Bill Lampier was like the size of your house and could shoot. I mean, he was the... In my lifetime, he was the big man that could shoot three pointers. Like he could step outside and drop some on you. Yeah, and like a, a Zabonis, not the uh, young, Arvidas Zabonis. Arvidas Zabonis, the dad of the Zabonis that just came out of Gonzaga. Like he was just this old KG European player that would dominate you inside. He was fun to watch. He was fun to watch. Um, Detlef Shrimp. De- sure, absolutely. Shrimp. Kevin McHale. Not Kevin McHale. Larry uh, Bird. McMullen. Kevin McMullen. Kevin McMullen. I mean, he looked... Or Evan McMullen. Evan McMullen. Whatever is no, that. Not the president. Well, yeah, not the guy running for president. <laughs> the guy who used to play for the Pacers. Yes. Whatever his name is. Well, Reggie Aloysius, does, he's not too graceful. Well, he's just long and lanky, but... I'm just saying. He look, kind of looked like a basketball. Some of these guys don't even look like basketball players. Especially Chris Kamen. Man. Or the Birdman. Scola. What Scola is for? Luis Scola. <laughs> I mean, the Birdman. Oh, jeez. Dennis Rodman. Well. Dennis Rodman's offspring. Yeah. <laughs> Just tattooed up crazy. But um, the point is, is, we all have these people in our lives that we play sports with that they don't necessarily fit like they should be. They don't look as, like they. They, they don't, don't look, look like as good as they, they don't my, look as good as they perform. My best friend Dave. He looks like your accountant. He is an accountant. And he can run circles around you in multiple sports. Coach Carlissimo. <laughs> he looks like a biology teacher. All right. Uh, okay, your turn. All right, here we go. Um, organic pine, pine nuts. There's, there's nothing inorganic about the pine nut. No. Now, some of you might be going like, what What the crap? What are orga- what pine nuts? Uh, anyway, in our part of the... Where we live, there's always people that go out to the roadside and they put up these bright neon signs and they sell pine nuts that they've collected out of pine cones in the desert and they sell them for like $15 a pound. And 
the sign I saw the other day said organic pine nuts. And I'm trying to think how are th- how is a nut not organic? It comes from the cone, which came from the tree. Which grew in the ground. There's no more organic than that. I don't think so. So, and he was probably charging a premium. He was probably charging like 17 pounds. Of, uh, for because, pi- because they're organic. organic. Right. Okay. Was it gluten-free? Uh, ooh. I don't know. I don't know if it was gluten-free. I guarantee you it's gluten-free if it's organic. Are all nuts gluten-free? Yes. Gluten is wheat. All right. Next topic. All right. Next topic. Rivalry games. Love rivalry games. I think. Love them, hate them, whatever. Whatever, yeah. I I think the best rivalry game name comes from Georgia, Georgia Tech, called the In-State Hate. I really like that. Still say that nowadays? Oh well, they, both campuses have safe places. I think so that if you don't want to participate in the in-state hate, you can go to the campus safe place. As long as you recognize your triggers. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's a, it's been a it's been an ongoing topic here in Utah with the uh, Pac-12 country. Oh and yeah, yeah. Welcome separation to, wel- welcome, of the Pac-12 country. Welcome to Pac-12 and, country. And the independence. Yeah, and you can pick up your local Pac-12 sticker at any of your major sporting goods stores. The Red Zone? Here in Utah. So, I'm fine with rivalry games. I think they're fine. What do you think about not doing them? I think, depending on the reasons, but the reasons here locally are dumb. We should always play each other. BYU and Utah should always play. In every sport? In every sport. Okay. As well as all the other universities in Utah. I mean, I think we should always play Utah State and whenever possible. Whenever possible, absolutely. All right, here, here we go. Um, pay for what you get concept. Is that always true? You pay for what you get. Do you mean like if I go buy a pair of shoes and I'm going to spend twenty dollars on these shoes versus a hundred and twenty dollars on these shoes? What, what I'm going to get out of them? Is that your point? Is that your concept? Yeah, it's a hundred and twenty dollar pair of shoe better than a twenty dollar pair. Whew. Depends. Because you can go buy a $120 pair of, pair of Nikes at Foot Locker. Alright. Spooky Halloween. UFO. Sorry, please silence all cell phones during the recording of this production. <laughs> I think mine's on Do Not Disturb, so it'll vibrate, but... Anyway. Um, yeah, you can... The, the major shoe companies now have made these, this is a little bit of a side topic of your topic, they've made these soles on their shoe that are like cream puff. Yeah. They're not hard rubber soles like I, they used to be. I went on a search for my kid's shoe to find a rubber sole, like Dif- a Vibram sole. Difficult. And I'm, I told my wife, I said, I'm, I'm done not buying our children's shoes that don't have actual rubber on their soles. Converse do. Converse, that's one of the hot. Those are one of the best shoes in our house. Yeah, they su- they suck it like support on your foot. They're flat bottomed, crappy shoes, but they have a rubber sole and, and they'll can- last. And they're canvas. Yeah. They're tougher than all this, you know, non ripstop nylon junk that all these other athletic shoes have. So, so yes, I, I I generally believe in this philosophy. You get what you pay for, but in some instances, you have to be careful. Yeah, you know, I I this. This debate got brought up a while ago, and I think that there's, you know, 
for instance, I was writing a, kind of a summary of what we would want to talk about on this podcast and the development of it. And I wrote that, you know, we may give a, a gear review of a $20 bike from Walmart, per se, or an $80 bike from Walmart, because that person that's going to buy that bike for $80 isn't going to know the difference between that $80 bike and the $2,500 bike that you go buy at said bicycle shop. So I think in some cases, if you can't tell the difference, like golf balls, perfect example. That's a very perfect example. I cannot tell the difference in a really good golf ball and a really crappy golf ball. I just get up there and swing. Okay? And it makes no difference to me if it's a long and soft, a soft core, speed core, dual core. The ball that changed the ball? Or that changed, the, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I can't tell the difference. However, I can tell the difference in a, a good snowboard and a crappy snowboard because I've snowboarded long enough to know the difference in what to f- feel and look for when I ride a snowboard. That's generally why we make a good pair is because you've done enough stuff of one area and I've done enough stuff in the other areas where we generally will have a pretty good gauge or uh, you know we got we know where the needles point right. on on most stuff well I just think that in some cases you pay for what you get in other cases I can go I can go buy my nice $25 Timex watch at Walmart and it's going to last and perform and function just as the $28,000 Breitling that I can get at K Jewelers. Yeah, that's how I feel about my jeans. I can go to Ross and get some weird brand jean, and it looks just as nice as the except for true the religion. Except for the pants jeans. you're wearing today, the the Oompa Loompa pants. Yes. It's a good thing this show isn't, like, videoed, because people would be making fun of you. Some people have asked us to video. I know. We're getting to to that. That's coming. We'll get into the the, the simulcast, and we'll also get into having guests. Right, right. We're we're, uh, we're ramping up for that. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on the pay-for-what-you-get concept, because I think that... For me, in some cases, it is you do pay for what you get. In other cases, it, it it doesn't even matter. Yes, I generally believe in that. Okay, so how do we feel about Ragnar? Ragnar, okay, here's the deal. Ragnar is a social event in Utah. I'm not going to speak general, generally for the nation. I don't know how it is in other cities that hold this Ragnar event, but in Utah, it has become not... It's become like a social status. If you have a Ragnar sticker on your car, you are apparently cool. If you don't, you're lazy and fat. Because you participated. Yeah, because you did 1.3 miles out of the 100. Or whatever it ends up being. What if you generally are, are a runner and into this and you ran 16 out of the whatever miles? Then you get a sticker. But the well, person they all get stickers. Yeah, that's the problem. You you run one mile. We don't you, all get trophies. No, we don't all. Get, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's a perfect a, example. That's a, that's a separate that's... example, but it's a perfect example. You did one mile. You should not get any recognition that you did it. If you want to do what a rack, I drove the van. They have a van sticker, and I've seen it, and I approve of the van sticker. If you tell, here's the deal. I have a problem with people saying I ran Ragnar. And they post all these pictures of this event, and they did 1.3 miles. You didn't, no, you, you, you took a stroll. 
Well, but they stayed up all day. All day. Uh, what all night? I don't care. Here's the other assumption. If you want to run 1.3 miles and claim that you're on a Ragnar team, if you have ran a Ragnar out of the state of Utah or the state that you reside in, if you do this multiple times a year, I could care less how many how many miles you run. So I could run. I could run. Excuse me. I could run one mile in seven different Ragnars, and, and you're cool with that. You can put as many stickers on your car as you want. What about stick figures? No, no stick figure families. No. What about like Star Wars stickers? I like Star Wars stickers. My car has a Star Wars sticker on it because it's a Stormtrooper sticker. And it's a white car. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that was my... Yeah, I... I knew that would press your button. You know, it's it's one of these things things that's... It bothers me. I'm a contrarian probably by nature, so it bothers me that it's popular and cool and everybody gets geeked out about running Ragnar and you ask them how long they ran and they're like, oh, I ran 1.2 miles. It was fantastic. It's like, oh my gosh. Take the sticker off your car. Some people, though are social and do it to yeah. hang out with their friends. Yeah, whatever. But you know what? You meet all the people that run like really your runners, that are serious runners, they don't have them on their car. That's where I get my pro- that's where my problem stems from is that the people who are serious runners, who do multiple events and who only have like 6 people on their team, not 50. I think there's a limit. Whatever. Doesn't matter. You get my point. They're not the ones with stickers on their car. So the people who have gonna, stickers on their car are the people who participate the least. I'm going to ask one last version of this question. Is it the event or the sticker or that the people put the sticker and then 2012, 2013, 2015? I don't need to know how many years you stayed up and ran 1.3 miles. I don't need to know that information. All right, so so it's the sticker more than the event that pisses you off. Yes, it's the it's the it's the look at me. What have I done? I got the thirteen point one, the twenty six point two. Who cares? Why take the stickers off your car? I could say the same thing about your stormtrooper Star Wars sticker. Well, who cares? I'll take it off. I'll take it off tomorrow. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm not bragging, that- but Star Wars isn't bragging about an accomplishment. Okay. They're bragging about an accomplishment. Now, if you ran... I know plenty of people who've run marathons, and they don't have stickers on their car. Well, they maybe they don't need the praise. Well, that's just dumb. Oh, good job. Run, I see you run a marathon. It's on the back of your car. Good job, buddy. Who cares? Okay. If you want to run a marathon, run a marathon. Don't put a 26.2 sticker on the back of your car. Don't get Max going with stickers and social events. All right, next topic. Uh, next topic is baseball. Hashtag replay kills. Yeah, the replay kills some things, but I don't know that it kills the sport. It's a slow sport in general. The sport is killing itself. The, uh, the replay is good that you can get the call right, but it's bad for the fact that... Uh, your managers aren't getting fired up to go, you know, kick dirt on the umpire. Why are we still paying umpires? Well, that's an interesting If topic. you can track every strike and every pitch, what do you need a guy standing behind home plate for? The, the tracking is mostly for me and you watching the game, because we care. Yeah, but, but, but they 
use that in analysis saying, well, he should have been, he struck out. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I understand that. But the the human element of umpiring is generally correct. They're they're pretty dang good. And that's why I think there shouldn't be replay. Okay, here's the here's my here's my issue with replay, and it's in all re- it's all all sports. NFL, NFL, NBA, hockey, whatever. whatever, whatever. You know, obviously hockey might be a little different because if the puck crossed the line or not. It's, what about soccer? Gold, gold. I, I think on his watch. I think gold. I think goal line technology. Goal line technology should be used because there's only one or two, and there's a lot of people that can get in the way of line of sight. Okay. But when you're sitting behind the catcher, there's really no impediment of your view on whether the ball did or did not go in the strike zone. Yeah. Okay? I get it. All right. And there's no one really impeding your view of watching if the guy, you tagged the guy or you didn't tag the guy. But here's my point. I understand the argument, oh, we just like getting the calls right. Okay? Well, I think it stems much deeper than that. I was taught at a very early age by one of my favorite coaches that we should not let the umpire determine the outcome of the game which means you need to play the game in a manner that doesn't one little call here or there isn't going to affect you winning okay if you're going to beat them beat them you know just go out and play and leave no doubt right and so i i really agree by that philosophy i also agree with the philosophy that sometimes we just get it wrong and we lose and you know what we got to learn to deal with that you mean everybody's not a winner everybody is not a winner and i think replay is directly supporting everybody's not a winner mentalities because we got hosed we got screwed guess what we're going to bounce back we're going to be better next year and i know that's easy for me to say because i'm not out there playing the game and whatever i'm just a talking head now but you did play the but game. i did play the game and guess what they we didn't get all the calls right they didn't all we, we got hosed by umpires sure whatever but guess what we lost and we had to learn how to deal with loss and disappointment and things not being fair always you mean life's not fair life's not fair okay and you can you know quote me on that jake you know max field says life's not fair and I, but I think that's why I don't like replay. All right, on a little bit lighter note. Sorry. Literally. Vanilla Frosty. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. <laughs> I cannot even begin. Like, seriously, I can't deal with Vanilla Frosties today. When you order a Frosty, it's a Frosty. It comes in one flavor, and that's chocolate. But what flavor would you like? I don't want a flavor. I want a Frosty. And that's chocolate. Because when the Frosty first was invented, it was chocolate. We don't need another choice. So if somebody says, I want a Frosty... That's chocolate. That's chocolate. Yes. And then if they want a vanilla Frosty, they no, have no, to no, say, no, no. They want, I want they want, vanilla Frosty. I want a vanilla ice cream. Don't even... Don't, even, so don't, Wendy, taint, don't taint the word Frosty by using the word Vanilla. So that's Wendy's fault for naming it the Frosty yeah, Vanilla. Because Frosties are chocolate. You go to Wendy's to get a Frosty, and that inherently means chocolate. Not Vanilla. Does Wendy's have adequate tra- trash receptacles? They used to. You used to not even have to pick up your trash at Wendy's. They used to have somebody clean your table. Yeah, but then Dave died, and... All went to hell. changed. Yeah. 
So, anyway, yeah, uh, Wendy's, uh, Frosties or chocolate? Frosties or chocolate, yeah, okay. Glad we cleared that up. Okay, here we go. This might be a little early in the season of our podcast to get into such delicate topics, but, uh, I wanted to maybe see what your thoughts were on holidays starting earlier and earlier every year. It's... All about the cash. And sub, so that's the topic. The subtopic is uh, these two things. Traditions that must go, meaning traditions that you think are dumb that we just need to get over. As society? As, sure, yeah, as society. Okay. And then um, shopping on Thanksgiving Day. Like how I feel about that? Yeah, like how do you feel about shopping on Thanksgiving Day? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna go outside your home, aka not online, you're not gonna shop online. Right. You're gonna go outside your home to a physical location to shop on Thanksgiving. You're giving up that time with your friends or family or whoever your you know Thanksgiving group tradition is. Right. And I I don't. I don't necessarily think that's a good thing. I mean, so what? Basically, what you're saying is, it's more important for me to save three hundred dollars on this television than it is to spend time with my family. Yeah. So, sh- and the other part of that is, should businesses not be open on Thanksgiving? Well, that's a business owner decision, but I think that you know, by them being open on Thanksgiving Day, so let's say twelve hours sooner than they would have been on Black Friday. It how much how much real profit is in that twelve hours that you're you know you're taking you're taking that time away from your employees it, to have to go away from their family. Uh, you have to open up the store. You have to pay all the expenses that go into that. Like is the is it really worth those twelve hours? Right. Are we going to get to a point where we go at 12.01 Thanksgiving morning, so it's going to be like a, a blue thir- a blue Wednesday? Because we got like Black Friday, Gray Thursday. Are we going to get to like a blue Wednesday where, you know, we have phase one. Well, I don't, phase I, one rollout of shopping. I don't, I don't think so because it, you, know, you noticed in the past couple of years there's been big retail retailers that have stayed closed. And, and some of them have even stayed closed... I believe on Friday. I think REI was go outside. There, there yeah. was a big campaign last year about like go, enjoy your weekend. Yeah, go, go outside. You're, if you're going to buy our stuff, it doesn't matter if you buy it on Friday or the next Monday or the next Friday. Like I don't think I think that was their philosophy. I could be wrong on that, but I mean, there's a small trend that that might continue to happen. Right. So I don't know. What about going to a movie on Christmas Day? Other than religious beliefs, as far as Christmas being like on a Sunday, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, I guess, I guess my view might be a little different than some of some of them out there because I, I worked at ski resorts and hotels for a while. So you know what it was like to be. I didn't get holidays until June. Yeah. Okay, like the Fourth of July was like the holiday, the first holiday. I wasn't obligated to to be to be somewhere, yeah. right? And so I kind of have this different view of well. 
that's kind of what you sign up for when you work in retail. Oh, yeah. Is to work when other people aren't working. Right. Right? Like, and I, that's the double-edged sword of, so, of, so of people working. that complain about that is just, I have to work on Christmas. Well, you signed up to work when other people aren't working. Or, I don't have Memorial Day off. Well, I'm sorry. Like, get a job that doesn't require you to work on Memorial Day. But if you work at Bed Bath & Beyond, they're going to be open when other people aren't working. Unless it's Costco. I hate that place. Okay. They're yeah. always closed. And some people might be like, oh, good for Costco. And whatever. But what I'm saying is, it's retail. People are going to shop when they're not at work. Right. And you sign up for that. Like, if I signed up to work on Christmas Day because that's when people wanted to come ski on their Christmas vacation. Right. So I had to be there. Um, so anyway, I just, you know, yeah, I, I, this yeah. is going to keep, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure things will keep surfacing as we see the social movement start to really ramp up as we what get What about the, Christmas music? After Halloween. Uh, so all of November? Right? So well, November 1st? Is it on right now? I didn't check. I, 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 I believe check. so. Um, music's different for me. Like, if you want to listen to Christmas music year-round, that's fine. Like, if you like Christmas music. Whatever, I hate Christmas music. Whatever gets you in the mood. Because Christmas... This is going to be... We're going to talk about this a lot, so I don't want to really bring it up. Well, well, we gave you Christmas music. If you are listening to this podcast and you are a music a musician, please create some new Christmas music. And when he says new Christmas music, he means new songs. New, yes. He doesn't want to hear White Christmas in a different version. He wants to hear a completely new Christmas song. There is so much music we could write about Christmas, yet we continue to play the same old... It's because God, people love them. They d- I don't think love they them. do. I'm one of them. If we had, we had it. People love them. We have an Instapol right now. We have that technology. If you were listening to SoundCloud, comment in this section, please. We comment. We can put up a Twitter page. All of our SoundCloud listeners, comment right now whether you like old crappy Christmas music or not. Okay. Next subject. We're winding down. We're into the 33rd minute. Yeah, I, that was the last one I had. I had shopping on Thanksgiving, traditions that must go. Um, Alright, so another, one thing I want to add to the episode, which it was a little off the normal episode, so there won't be like the regular segment separations. Right. It's just going to be uh, it's just what know, a special is. podcast. The Cubs won the World Series yes, the they other did. day. Yes, they did. And the first time in 108 years. 108. And, you know, amongst the celebration, I I came across Henry Rowan Gardner. You f- What? Yeah. Old Henry? Old Henry. Hank Rowan Gardner? Yes. Uh. Ran, I ran into him uh, via Facebook. We were, you know, I was mentioning the Cubs and that they had won and he uh didn't he have a short stint with the Cubs yes that's exactly he, yeah. he commented he's like yeah. you know I once played for them right and uh he threw some cheese he brought the stinky cheese yes oh man I haven't thought of Hank Rohngartner for a long time yeah who was the pitching uh who was the pitching uh coach I don't know he always had funny he always had stories about his pitching coach getting like locked in the 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 equipment room or you know 
having to go to the ball, have, the ball would hit him in the head. Having to go, to, having to go to the bathroom at these really odd times where like they won like major games, you know, he'd, he'd be like, he didn't get to see, right? He'd like head into the clubhouse early, and then they would like win. Um, I can't remember this coach's name, but um, I remember uh, Hank telling us about about him. Well, and, and Hank told me that he was hanging out with Willie Mays Hayes and Jack Taylor. Jake Taylor. Jake Taylor? Jake Taylor. That guy can still walk a walk. Barely. He's got a wheelchair. Like, handicap accessible. Spaces for Jake Taylor. Yeah, he probably has a Dodge van. Yeah, he's got a wheelchair accessible van, I'm sure of it. Well, that's, I, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I... I was thinking, you know, when I saw the Cubs, Cubs win, Cubs win, I thought, you know, good for them. Good for the Cubs fans. Good for all the people that have lived and suffered through it. Um, I don't know if I'll ever experience anything like that as a person. Like, it's I don't, because we're not super loyal to a single team. No, no. I, mean, but I, I, I asked you this question earlier today. I said, how is it that I'm not loyal to a team? And I'm fairly loyal to a couple teams. I I really like RSL because they're here. Okay, but but when you say when you say loyal to a team, this is what like, I envision. Like we plan Thanksgiving dinner around the Dallas Cowboys kickoff time with my wife's family. Yes. Like we can't eat and watch the game. Like it's the game is like it's not Thanksgiving Day. It's it's Dallas Cowboy Football Day. And, and then you eat. And dinner. then we we have we happen to have some dinner together. Um, and that, 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 that's just because they're passionate cowboy fans. Right. And, and, and I'm not like that. And I'm not the kind of guy that's like, oh, honey, we got to be home in 32 minutes. The, uh, the, the Braves are playing. Right. I've never been that way. Me either. And, and the more I thought about it, I am a, a player fan. Like, I have players that I'm fans of. Sure, you want to see certain people win and certain people lose or do right, well. Like I, and, and, you know, some of it may be merit and some of it not. But, you know, I could, I could rattle off a handful of players that I, I watch in the Premier League who play for several different teams. Yeah. And I'll watch those, those games when I can based on whether I enjoy watching those players or not. Some of it has to do with style on the field. Some of it has to do with the way they interact with the media and whether I think you know they seem like not a dirtbag or not. <laughs> no, and I, I've you know I think like two years ago I was like you know what I'm really gonna follow the Red Sox this year. I'm really gonna do it. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna know their lineup. I'm gonna know their bat. I'm gonna know. I'm I'm gonna I want to I'm gonna be a fan. Do you like go to spring training? Well, no, I, I, no, I didn't go with Ben the school teacher to spring training. Although we should check in with Ben the school teacher. Yeah, he would be because you know his his grandpa took him. I mean, gave him season tickets, and you know, finally they won the World Series. So he might have some good perspective on what it's like being a part of a family that has lived is through bigger than your own. Right, he loved being a part of the family. It was big. he liked being a part of something bigger than himself. Yeah, Ben the school teacher did. Um. But anyway, a month, I'd read all the games. Because I can't watch the games, right? So no, I, because I, you don't pay for cable. Right. I would read I'd read the summaries. You know, I'd look at the box scores. You know, I'd try to like an old -timer. see who won. Yeah, like, I, you know, I would, I would see who won, lost, save game, you know, whatever. You know they have this thing called the internet where you can actually watch the game highlight? Yeah, you know, but anyway, 
I think that's just I would, my I w- fandom too. I went, because I'll just watch the highlights. But what I'm saying is, I, I made a commitment to myself that I didn't keep. Um, <laughs> that I was gonna like follow the Boston Globe beat writer. I was gonna read his columns. Like I wanted to be, Same. I wanted to be a fan. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Lasted like a month. Well, it's just it's, it's just time. We're not ingrained in that. No. I mean. We were, we were BYU fans a little bit growing up, and um, I really, really liked the Braves and Cubs because they were on television. Well, we could watch them. Yeah. We came home from school, watched the Cubbies. Yeah. And, you know, after that, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have much loyalty towards uh, any team, really. I mean, I love going to an RSL game, and I own jerseys and, and things like that, but when they lose, it doesn't break my heart. I mean, no. and, I, and I watched all the jazz games until they stopped being on K and on K Jazz. What channel? That's not even a channel anymore. Yeah, it is. Channel 14. Thought they went to KMYU. No, that's channel 2.2. Or 12. That's a new channel. Okay. So anyway, but I, I, until they went off regular TV, I watched all their games. But now that they're on Root Sports, whatever that is. Um, it's a new station. Yeah, whatever. Um haven't seen it, and I apparently can't buy the NBA League Pass and watch. Yeah, the- we've we've established that. Um, so, all yeah. right. Well, hope you enjoyed this pod special of randomness. If you would like uh, for us to put a topic of your choosing into our next special free flow special free episode, flow. I like that. Um, hit us up Facebook, Twitter, Green Show, uh, GreensideUpShow.com. You know, make sure you leave comments in the SoundCloud section of the show that you like follow or didn't like us. follow us uh do all those great things we are now live on itunes really we are live on itunes i have it in my podcast app it happened on wednesday this week i didn't get the email yeah so it happened two days ago awesome yes we are live on itunes i know if, we're in stitcher as well if you go to your iphone app podcast it's a little purple app go in there search green side up show hit it like Subscribe, leave us a rate us and review us. Please, please, please. please. it's really important. We got to have a big push to uh, we got 84 days to be a new and noteworthy, and we got to get we got to get up there. So, uh, remember, subscribe, subscribe, rate, and review, and then tell your friends to do the same. And those are for you that are in the iTunes uh, iPhone users, you can listen to it directly in the on the iPod. Uh, iPod app. Most of our uh, most of our listens get played directly from our website. I yes. will say that. Yes, it's great. We we appreciate everyone who is listening. Keep up the good work, and uh, you know what? Tell your friends. So we didn't have any green side ups or brown side downs. We should have uh, been a little bit more proactive with that. Uh, we'll get we'll get straighted on that Br- course. Bragnar stickers, brown side down. <laughs> Bragnar. All right. Well, this has been the Greenside Up Show, and uh, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review. Now that we're official. And uh, listen to us uh, by any means necessary, and have a great day. Hashtag never devour.